0: Welcome to The Madman and The Hospitalian, proudly sponsored by Crisp & Co. This series delves into the lives of some of Australia's most prolific and accomplished professionals, the highs and lows of their careers, and asks the ultimate question, what is your definition of a fruitful life? My name is Richard Miller, your resident madman.
1: And I'm Siobhan Miller, The Hospitalian.
0: Now, Siobhan, you're our resident hospitalian. We spoke with uh, South Aussie icon Glenn Cooper uh, not that long ago, so this week we're honoured to be in the company of another AM and hospitality industry veteran jenny hurley
1: that's right so as you know i've spent most of my life in the hospitality industry managing venues before i came over to work with you at yes. Co. so having the opportunity to chat with you today jenny is definitely a real privilege
0: yes it certainly is well i'm just going to give a quick bit of background on jenny uh jenny's been a hotelier since 1979 that's a long time jenny uh having first trained as a registered nurse i believe uh, the Hurley Hotel Group, run by Jenny and her husband Peter, now operates 10 pubs and over half a dozen cellars in South Australia. In addition, the Hurleys own a wine level, uh, Willow Point, and are part owners of Aruma River Resort. And as if that doesn't keep Jenny busy enough, she's also on a number of boards, philanthropic organisations and charities, and is a prominent advocate for the hospitality industry in South Australia. Jenny Hurley, welcome to The Madman and the Hospitalian. Thank you. Mm, it's great to have you here. Now, Yvonne tends to do this thing where she asks these rapid, quick-fire questions and she's going to put you on the spot a bit, and the idea is just answer them real quick.
1: Absolutely. Mm. like Not not too rapid. We don't want to go too crazy, but it is a quick question round, so don't think too much about them. <laughs> so, are you ready? I'm ready. Born that way. Be Jenny Hurley. <laughs> she's ready. She was born ready. Okay, first question. Favourite band of all time? I think I have to say Ebba. Oh, great choice. <laughs> really good. I like already. Mm. One place in the world you'd like to see before you die?
2: I think I'd like to see the pyramids, but I'm not sure I'm ever going to get to them. But I'd love to see good the choice. pyramids. Yep,
1: they're definitely on my list That's as well. That's your list, isn't it? Yeah, it really Egypt. is. Mm. I don't know whether it'll happen. One ingredient that should never, ever, ever be on a pizza?
2: Um... I'm very fussy eater, but <laughs> coriander probably. Oh, coriander. coriander.
1: Oh, it's a love or hate coriander. Yeah. Gotcha. Favorite animal to
2: have as a pet? Well, we haven't actually got pets, but we do have some steers in the paddocks. So, oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Favorite animal to have as a meal?
2: Probably the same. The, the same. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you didn't say cat. No, no, I, I like uh, mutton, really lamb, mutton. Yeah, yeah. Good
1: call. Good call. We'll take your first answer though. <laughs> um, Your best year so far?
2: Oh. We had a lot of good years, but I think the year I turned forty, I think I felt really good. I was still mm. fairly young. So last old year, enough. yeah, that's right. I wish. <laughs> Ultimate pet hate: being late, and I was today.
0: Oh
2: <laughs> no, you weren't. You were just... no. That was
0: just a minor error.
2: <laughs> yeah, you were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's all. Yeah. Wrong
0: place at the right time. Mm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right.
2: Beer or wine? No, oh, definitely wine. <laughs> yes.
1: Summer or winter?
2: Definitely summer.
1: Madman or hospitalian?
2: Oh, I think that could be a challenging thing to say. Um, <laughs> I'd say both. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that, that
1: fence. was very correct that to that be a real fence <laughs> I feel under like her. she secretly <laughs> meant hospitalian there.
0: Um, well, Jenny, you'll have noticed on the table in front of you, we've furnished you with some wine. We. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've um, got Mr. Chester Osborne on one of our podcasts, so we thought we'd uh, treat you to a glass of Darenberg. And we thought it only appropriate. Mm. Uh, now, so, now you, so 1979, like I was four. It's it- <laughs> scary, isn't it? <laughs> it, it I was
1: <laughs> minus eight. Yeah. Mm.
0: But as I said in your intro, prior to uh, being in hospitality, you were a nurse. So yes. what happened to instigate such a huge change of career?
2: Well, I was, um, I'd been in England working and I did my mid training over there. And going to England as a nurse was very different to mm. now because I just got a job over there very easily. and Came back and I was a country girl, didn't want to work in the city. So um, I went for it with an agency and went to Woodner where my husband was the publican. Yeah. And um, so there wasn't much to do in Woodner really. Where's uh, Woodner? Whereabouts is it? In that? the middle of Air Peninsula. Oh, okay, right. So that was Peter's yeah. first pub. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, the nurse's home had a fry pan mm. or hospital food for eight, so I used to go to the pub to eat. Yeah, so. of
0: course you did. And yeah. a
2: few beers, of course. Too. So that's yeah. where you met Peter? Mm, at the pub. Right.
0: That sounds familiar, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> yeah. I reckon
1: there's a lot of a story there. Yeah,
0: yeah. We met in a pub. Could be a movie, actually. Mm. It Maybe it be will be one day. <laughs> it, well, here's here's a question off the cuff. If there was a movie made about Peter and Jenny Hurley, who would play Jenny Hurley?
1: That's a great question that you weren't prepared for. Uh, Absolutely (laughs) not.
2: Well, I could say Sophia Loren, but that would be a bit wrong um, because she's got dark hair. Oh, we can dye that. We can use (laughs) wigs. That's all right. (laughs) She's probably my favourite actress. Shoot for the stars. Oh, and Margaret. And
0: Margaret. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good choice. Mm.
1: Yeah. What about Peter? Peter.
2: Oh, no, I can't say Rock Hudson, can I? I used to love him, but then he became a <laughs> yeah, bit be, be <laughs> controversial.
1: Cary Grant. Cary, Cary Grant, Brand, great yeah. choice. Nice. Yeah. So, Jenny, we've got to talk about it. The dreaded Rona. COVID nineteen. Oh,
2: yes. yes, it's been a very challenging. Oh, it's been a yeah. Rona of a year. Mm.
1: So, obviously, it it's been a huge blow to to all businesses and all industries. But I I don't think that any more so than hospitality industry. Um, in your opinion, how do you think that the hospitality industry are going to come back from this? And
2: also, how different will the industry be and in what way? Yep. Yes. Well, at the moment, it's quite challenging. Um, the I think the South Australian government generally have handled it very well. Mm-hmm. We were very frustrated and... I was very angry when they allowed cafes and um, restaurants to have 10 people yeah. and hotels weren't. That were open at all. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. devastating because we were doing takeaway. We could have done of course. 10 people inside and 10 people outside without any extra cost. Yeah. So that was quite devastating. And then suddenly they allowed us to. So um, at the moment, we're bouncing back. Um, a pub like the Arkaba where the top room is such an important part of yes. our business mm-hmm. um, is going to be a long time, especially no dancing. So yeah, we had a band up in the top room last um, Saturday night where we were trying to get people to Sit down, yeah, and it's so how
1: hard. You, how can you do that? How do you get people to stop ha- having a good time? It's, it's, that's the whole essence of the industry. That's
2: right. So next Saturday night we were going to have a Christmas in July show up there with mm-hmm. a band called Fizzy Pop, yep. who are definitely a dancing band. So we've decided to postpone that for three weeks, mm. and mm. Um, but it will take a while to bounce back. But like the Marion Hotel where we'd just spent a lot of money on mm. a redevelopment yep. there, yep. that's already bounced back oh. even with the numbers. Oh, that's great. And, um great. Um, so I think some will be better than others. Mm. Um, the one in per two square metres is okay for yep. us because we probably rarely have more than that anyway. Sure. Um, except in the top room or yep. a, Um, A pub like the Alma where they rely on those Sunday afternoons where it's packed with young people. Yes, yeah. So we're just going to have to be very careful. Yeah. Mm. Will it? Will it? Like we're never going to defeat the virus completely. And um, I think what um, Gladys Berejiklian's doing in New South Wales is good because she's just shutting down those little areas. The pockets. Yeah. Where the pockets are and um, making sure everyone else is careful.
0: Yeah. And I suppose there's a there's a commercial difficulty when there are restrictions on numbers, but you want to trade, and opening a, a, a pub, especially a one the size of the Arkabau, which is a monster of a venue, um, and staffing it effectively, and the electric, and all that kind of mm. stuff. To at what point does it become unjustifiable to open the joint?
2: Well, that's where JobKeeper has been yeah. amazingly helpful for us. Um, I'm not sure how we would have coped without job keeping. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. it enabled us even when we we're doing takeaway, which we weren't doing a lot of, mm. but we could keep our chefs on and yeah. keep our full time staff, and so some of our casuals and that would come in and they'd be doing cleaning and tidying yeah. and doing Just whatever things. they could. Yeah. yeah, and they were they were nearly all fantastic. There's probably only been a couple that have. Thought it was better off staying home and yeah. collecting yeah. their seven fifty. Yeah, I was going to course. ask you that
0: because I, I, you know you do hear rumours and uh, and and especially in your industry where you're reliant on younger staff mm. um, that. You know, we've heard around the place that, that, that staff have said, look, i getting the 750 anyway, I'd just rather stay at home if that's all right with you. And there's a bit of a sense of entitlement. So it's great to hear that your staff generally haven't had that attitude. And mm.
2: most of ours were so excited to be yeah. coming back yeah. and the smiles on their faces mm. when they were able to come back and yeah. they wanted to cuddle us. On home, but, you know, we weren't allowed to do that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you just banged elbows instead. Not, not publicly. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: No, I think that's really good. And mm. I think when... When hospitality is done right, it's like a it's like a really functional and dysfunctional little family. You know, well, outside of your much own family. A family.
2: Yes. Mm. Um Sam McGuinness, who's our general manager, is sensational mm. and we set up a Facebook page for all of our staff, a group yep. page, so yep. we kept people up to date on what was happening and um so that was really good. Yeah. And I think, you know, we most of our staff were fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: And what do you think? if If there is anything at the moment, is there anything that the public can maybe do to to help the industry to maybe you know to get back on their feet?
2: Well, it just come out to eat and drink mm-hmm. and um, yeah. enjoy themselves and have a coffee or you know they don't have to always have a big drink, but um, yeah yeah you of know, course
1: and, but if they've um, got an opportunity yeah. to to head out, I think that's good for people to do as well, you know we when we've spent a period of time not being able to do that. Just going out somewhere and having a meal put in front of you—it's yeah. Yeah. really, it feels really, kind of, it feels really luxurious all yeah. of a sudden, which is a really beautiful thing for the industry because it should feel like that. But people often, you know, they can take it for granted it until for granted, you can't yeah. have it anymore. Yes, you just do take mm. it for granted, and well, perhaps maybe those who've not been able to have it for a while need to go back out and see mm. how good that is.
2: Well, we've been getting quite a few bookings too of people who missed a. Funeral ce- or celebration oh, of yeah. life, right? Um, hens parties, yeah. um, weddings, and that. So, we're getting quite a few bookings for people who are wanting to celebrate the life of someone they yeah. weren't able to, that and
0: yeah. a couple of months ago, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, it is. It's good. Um, well, look, I mean, before I ask the next question, I, I am going to clink a drink with you if that's all right because it's about my wife. So, uh, cheers, Jenny. Thanks uh, cheers. for being with us. cheers, uh, cheers Siobhan. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, Jenny, you may or may not know, but um, it wasn't that long ago that Siobhan over there managed venues. She uh, spent 16 years managing pubs, and I stayed at home alone most weekends, just twiddling my thumbs. And, Don't uh, feel sorry school. for him, though. Um, okay. <laughs> how how do you find uh, the balance between the unsociable hospitality hours and a personal life? How do you figure? Because you and Peter obviously w- have worked, worked together, together and, yeah. and you would have staff that would find that conflict. How, as a manager and as a as a human, how do how do you find that balance?
2: Well, it's interesting because our daughter has just taken over the management of the Marion Hotel, mm. and her husband's a uh, works in the building industry. Right. So, um, yeah, and especially the Marion has been so busy, and we're quite short of staff. So she's been working very long hours, and um, so I think he hasn't been seeing much of her. And I'm yeah. not sure how they'll handle that yeah. going down the track. Because for Peter and I, we work together. So yeah, some and you say, understand oh, how do it. You work together, yeah. but. That's probably better than the alternative. I think so, yeah. When you're working opposite hours of the day, to
1: work together isn't so difficult. Yes. You know, but if you are working at the same time, if you're working at the same time as somebody else or working at a different time as someone else, you've got to kind of weigh up, don't you? Like, is it easier to work together through the night? Yeah. Or someone work through the day and someone work through the night, but then when do you see each other? It's, it's a tricky one. Yeah.
0: And the hospitality industry is quite unique, isn't it? Because well, I think that once you're in and once you've been bitten by the hospitality bug, it's really difficult to to ever not be. Yeah, and, I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Siobhan's role at Crisp is focused very much on the hospitality industry, even though she's now in marketing. Yeah. It's a hospitality focus because you kind of never lose that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I remember many nights slash mornings that she'd come home you know, it, depending on which venue it was she was managing at the time. Covered in blood, or no? You know, <laughs> or, always not. covered in beer. Yeah,
1: <laughs> always covered in beer. That's not blood; it was just oh. dark beer.
2: Mine used to be smelling like smoke.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. back in the day. Back yeah. in the day, yeah. it,
1: was it was one of the
2: really good things that no smoking and stuff. So yeah, like. yeah. I, I
1: actually remember really well when they brought that in and it was the strangest thing because we suddenly realized that the bar mats smelt. Yeah. And we never knew that before. Yeah. And we only knew that because people couldn't smoke in the venues anymore yeah. and we've gone oh wow everything stinks. Yeah. So we'll just get some new things. Yeah. And yes. it was really it was really nice to go home without having your hair smell and your clothes yeah it was really you good. You can't
0: imagine ever doing that nowadays can you? Like because I I used I used to be a singer Jenny. Uh, so I, back in England, I used to sing in the pubs and clubs, and same. Like I'd, I'd be stood there singing, and my, all my, my PA equipment used to come out it stank us snow and the clothes. And you can never get rid of it, and it's horrific. And then you can't imagine going to a pub now and seeing someone light up a cigarette. It just seems yeah. like yeah. the most the dining table. Yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly.
1: We've We're, actually watched the, um, you know, the series Mad Men. Mad Men. Men. Yeah. Uh, We've recently started watching it because I didn't. We, you know, we started doing this podcast and. It's Madman and the Hospitalian, but I didn't actually know what Madman referred to. So we started watching the series and um, and I can't believe that they would all just, they'd sit there at the dinner table in a restaurant, in a business meeting, like in a room oh. like this, they would say, Oh, it was, it's or ridiculous. We can't it imagine straight. it now. Yeah. You cannot imagine <laughs> but it. But it was commonplace
0: then. Mm,
1: definitely, as were a lot of things though, to be honest, which yeah, you can't right. imagine mm. now.
0: Mm.
1: Now, Jenny, you and Peter have obviously built a pretty enviable portfolio of businesses. Um, what would you consider your proudest achievement and
2: also the biggest failure? Well, we did buy a hotel down there. I did check with Peter about that. because <laughs> <laughs> Just to check it was all right. <laughs> um, but we bought a pub down at Port Adelaide and um, I don't know why we bought it actually, but um, anyway, the bike is... Started drinking there. We Ooh, ended up uh-oh. having to close it down oh, really? and, and walk away from it and saw what was left, you know, the dregs of it. Mm. And someone's bought it now and runs it very well and it's right. doing very wow. well. But um, yeah, that wasn't very um, clever.
1: You but, couldn't have foreseen that though, surely? No, no. And I think that's one of those things that once it happens, it's so difficult to to get past it. Yeah. You know, that you literally
2: up against a lot a lot and it was probably a bit different times then I think now obviously the laws are a bit different yes yeah would be would have been easier to manage but um, and what was the other question sorry
0: greatest successes successes. unless Mm. that was your greatest success (laughs) getting out of it (laughs) in which case (laughs) I think
2: I used to love it when we're first in Adelaide like going from being a nurse to being in the hospitality industry in some ways it's very similar because you're looking Mm. after and Mm -hmm. caring for people but quite different and when we were at the Hotel Royal the first year we were there our accountant was saying don't talk the business down because if you have to sell it you don't want mm. because we were really yeah. struggling in mm. the first year and then the next year everything sort of clicked and we started to be successful and I just used to love walking through the bars and it was busy mm. everywhere and people yeah. were happy and it's good isn't I it? thought this is just fantastic I love this yeah. business and um,
0: yeah that's good well I mean, this is a bit of an off-the-cuff as well, but what do you reckon is the formula that you've created that's made the pubs so successful? You know, there's there's pub groups that's, that, that focus on pokies, there's pub groups that focus on food and, and or entertainment. Is there a particular area of the industry that you reckon you've built a niche around that's made it so successful?
2: I think we focus a lot on food yep. um, and not sort of out of the, you know, just sort of basic... Mm. Although we do some sort of different sort of dishes and things yeah. like that, but Just traditional, traditional, homely, homely environment, mm. um, f- try and make it really friendly service. That's yeah. probably what we think the most important is. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean
0: that leads to one of your questions, I reckon.
1: Yes, well, I was getting, this wasn't on the question list that you may have looked at before <laughs> either. I Just thought we'd trick you, but I think you'll be okay. So, I have always loved the industry, always even kind of by accident, I think, initially, but I've just always had a, a real passion for it. Um, which is why I call myself the hospitalian. So to me, hospitality, the the real meaning of hospitality is to turn what you know, what could be a pretty sterile transaction. You know, if somebody wants a beer, you give them a beer. Mm. But to turn that into an experience that they want to come back and have again. Yeah. Because there's a story to tell. You know, I think that's a true a true hospitalian that wants to to turn anything into an experience and just just like lift somebody's day a little bit. So,
2: what is hospitality to you? Well, definitely. Um, well, I've got this little list that I do. It's called that's total hospitality, oh, and cool. um, and there's twenty points, and I can't remember the twenty points, but you know, always smile at someone, look at them mm. in the eye. Um, if you see someone looking confused, you know go and help yes. them. Um, just all those things that just will make people feel welcome at the venue, and um, yeah, like it's
0: about feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it's always about feeling. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. the vibe,
2: the vibe. Yeah.
0: There was
1: a, um, there was I can't remember. I think it was someone in the US, and I, I can't remember for the life of me his name. But he said that um, service is what you do to someone, and hospitality is how it makes them feel. Mm. And I think that's a really, it's a really smart way to look at it. You know, you can provide a service because that's your job and you're there to provide a service, but hospitality will make them feel a certain way.
0: Mm. So Jenny, a lot of the successful people that we're taught to um, all love to give back. And you're certainly no exception because you've been very active on boards and charities. What draws you to a particular philanthropic cause? What is it that makes you want to get involved?
2: Well the mary Potter Foundation um was a little bit accidental, but then my sister was um had a cancer and was in St Helen's Ward at Calvary right and at the time, Mary Potter Foundation were raising funds for that ward. Mm. Now my sister's alive and well and very yep. good, but mm. um that ward was just disgusting okay. and so I said to the Kathy um, from Mary Potter that I'd love to help do some mm. fundraising. Mm. And so I did a golf day, and here nine days, nine years later, we're doing our ninth um, golf day, and we've raised Mm. over a hundred, over eight hundred thousand dollars already. So that's exceptional. Mm. And um, once again, I got involved with the Neil Satchi Foundation because I just liked Neil, and Mm. um, he was very pushy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but (laughs) that's good because when you're in those sort of businesses, he was he desperately wants before he dies to find a, um, way of diagnosing spinal cord injury earlier and they're doing some research at the SAMRI at the moment Mm. um, on that and um, so hopefully some exciting things happen Mm. there. Mm. Great. And um, then I got involved with Still Aware which is stillbirth awareness Yes. because a friend's daughter had a stillbirth and um, she found out that there's six stillbirths every day in Australia. Oh, is that the number? Yeah. And um, some of them... Most like a lot of them aren't preventable, but some sure. of them are late term, when the baby shows signs yes. that there's something wrong and yeah. maybe should be got out earlier. Yes. And so, and I
0: would imagine you get requests for things like this all the time. I mean, surely, and, and in the in the hospitality game, because you're so public facing, there'd be charities and and worthy causes that are asking for your help. How how, how hard is it to turn them away?
2: Well, we set up a foundation mm. so that we could do our bigger donations out of mm. that. Um, but we donate, you know, meal vouchers yep. and little things to schools and yep. different small mm. charities all the time, mm. just because. Because why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. Well,
1: now we've got one more question for you, Jenny.
0: It's the biggest and it's one. It's a biggie. It's a tough one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so you're welcome to have a sip of your vino if you
0: wish. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, is all I'm saying. It's very nice. Um, mm. Now,
1: this question we do ask all our guests and we get some very, very different answers. Um, what is your definition of a fruitful life?
2: Well, I believe family is the most important thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Um um I've got three children and now two grandchildren, mm. one who was born on the twentieth of March in Melbourne. oh, so I've only seen You've him not seen him. twice so right far. Mm. Oh. um so which is very challenging but um do you see them online yeah, yeah, yeah. and um mm. but family and the extended family you have been close to. Mm. But being able to help others when you can, I think, has been important. And um, if I can use the contacts I've made through the industry to help, Mm. whether it's like Mary Potter and other charities, I think that's important,
0: of course. Yeah, that's good. Um, Jenny, it's been a long and fruitful and uh, extremely successful career so far, and it doesn't look like there's any signs of you giving up on it yet.
2: Not even close. Well, people say to me, why don't you retire? Not that I work for? like used to, <laughs> but I say, I don't like gardening. Yeah. I'm not into cooking. I'm not into going out for long lunches. Mm. Exactly. So I might as well go to work and do some
0: things. You know, why with not? one with one exception in that answer, you just gave the same answer as Andrew Killer did, but he does love his long lunches. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. I do occasionally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Yes. Exactly <laughs> That's what right. what we are saying here.
0: Uh, well Jenny, thank you very much for joining us here at The Madman and the Hospitalian. This episode of The Madman and the Hospitalian was brought to you from the studios of Podcast Central Kent Town South Australia and proudly sponsored by Crisp and Co. To learn more about what we do, visit our website www.crispand.co and follow us on all the usual socials.